0: Welcome to Blind Love Radio. I'm your host, Anna Rosen. Enjoy these heartfelt conversations having to do with creativity, transformation, and the divine. Welcome back, Blind Love Radio. So happy you're here listening to another episode. I have a beautiful one today with my teacher, pal, fellow yogi, energy, working, extraordinaire, friend, beautiful smiling face, Yugoma, who works and is a part of the community at Thrive Yoga in Rockville, the studio that I am a part of and frequent. And she has so much to share today on the podcast. We talk all about energy healing, energy work, Reiki. Um, She really has such a deep understanding of the material and it was such an interesting conversation. Um, So before we get into that, it is the Aquarius new moon today that I am recording this intro on. Um and I think this is a great day to release this podcast. Um really looking at how to shift energy within ourselves, setting intentions. Um I think it's a really cool way to kick off um I wouldn't say the season, but it's still the beginning of the month, kind of the season. Um February. This is the beginning of February and um, I have a lot of thoughts about Aquarius. Um, I've been feeling into the energy since the full moon. It's been two weeks now Um, and I really when I started thinking about Aquarius I didn't really have much of a relationship with the energy. I kind of always butted heads with it um, just the ease of seeing other people who embody it, like, the ease of their relationships, I was always very jealous of, um, and the playfulness also. I find it really hard to be playful. Um, Definitely being a Capricorn, and I think my Pisces moon kind of makes me a little bit playful and fun, but then the Scorpio rising is just so, like, let's get intense again. Um, So that Capricorn energy, I think, really keeps me very committed to projects, committed to my work. And it's been really fun integrating the playfulness of Aquarius with my um, let's-get-it-done attitude of Capricorn, more the serious Capricorn. I've taken my playfulness very seriously this month. Um, So I started making these cool stuffed animals So that's kind of been like my ode to Aquarius. So I'll tell you how that came about. It's kind of interesting. So I was looking online for my niece Emma's first birthday. And we're all so excited. So I wanted to get her a cool fun gift. And I was looking at the stuffed animals online and... I don't know, they just felt so generic, and I started looking up on Etsy, all these, like, cool handmade stuffed animals, and I just became obsessed, and they were pretty expensive, though, and I was like, it would be funner anyway to make my own. So, I kind of meditated on, well, what animal should I make, and I pulled some cards, and I got Both of them were reversed from the Wild Unknown Spirit Animal deck. I got the crow reversed, so, like, a bird, and the octopus reversed, and I didn't, I didn't understand. I was like, what am I supposed to make? Am I supposed to make, like, an octopus with wings? I don't get it. Um... And then it hit me, all of a sudden, I did this yoga nidra and art class um, last year. And after we did this meditation that really takes you into the subconscious, we made some art. And I had had another almost like manifestation of the art that I made already happened like really soon after I made this last year. Um, And then I had drawn, the picture was a picture of the empress. I drew the empress and I drew my chakras. So it's kind of like looks at how I guess I was feeling about them. Um, I had gotten that exercise from Anadea Judith um, about drawing your chakras, and you can really get a lot of information from that, um, and now learning about my human design, it's, like, crazy seeing how, like, linked they are, like, I drew my, um, my throat chakra, like, the largest one, and then finding out that that is a completely open center, like, blows my mind, because that was so right on, um, But anyway, back to, so it was the empress, my chakras, and then the cool manifestation that had already happened was I had, like, picked up this random, like, there was a bunch of art materials, and then there was, like, all these poetry words and, like, little magazine clippings that you could just, like, take and kind of collage for, like, a mixed media art, and I picked the porcupine, and I was like, what? And then I picked one of the poetry words, and I picked the word stab, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, what does this mean? And then somebody had suggested that I try acupuncture. And I was like, oh, like, maybe that's what I was supposed to do. Um, and I started a relationship with my acupuncturist, and I freaking love her. And it's been like a year of me consistently going. Um, I had had one other acupuncture experience a couple years prior and I just hated it and I swore I would never do it again and I just wasn't ready at that time and it was just able to manifest in this way and it was so cool. So anyway that's just an example of like how cool that manifestation was but I had also drawn which I had not um, understood until now. I had all of these fish hanging by a string from the sky surrounding the empress and I I didn't get it like what like fish and fish fly flying fish what's going on um and then it hit me like oh I'm supposed to make a little hybrid creature like a fish and flying like a flying fish And it totally related to my niece. She is born um, the transitioning day of Aquarius to Pisces. It was the first day of Pisces. Um, She was actually born on my brother's birthday, and he is an Aquarius, February fourteenth. And it's I feel like she embodies both of those energies, and it was saying like create this thing. that is that has both that encompasses everything and it felt so playful and just i had so much fun the first one i made i tried making a whale and it kind of looked like a tooth um but the second one i made is so cute and i had so much fun making them and i haven't figured out like how i'm going to make it like fly like how to really make it I don't know I'm trying to think if I want to start doing them like I've gotten a whale down um but I want to expand into other things and I really want to be able to offer like the stuffed animal and then also a reading for whatever kid you're getting the stuffed animal for Um, Because I feel like that can be so powerful. If you know your child's human design chart, if you know how to interact with them in a way that they were designed for, um, I think the potential there is just unstoppable. So if anybody's interested in that, I think that would be really fun. I'm up for trying to come up with some cool stuffed animal based on your um kids sign potentially if I can figure out how to get that crafty which I think I can um and then if you're interested in a reading also and I was thinking of charging 60 dollars for the stuffed animal and the reading um so if that sounds like something you'd be interested in then definitely hit me up and it's been so fun just doing this project it's been definitely page of cups energy um page of cups and the empress my intention in the beginning of the year was how can I allow whatever I need to receive to be received without laying my expectations on it and the page of cups just keeps coming up for me reversed and I think really allowing myself to listen in a non-judgmental way just like seeing what comes up it's like this whole other world like I'd never thought about making a stuffed animal I never thought I could um even when I mentioned it to my husband he's like ah that sounds really hard (laughs) like how are you gonna do that but I freaking stitched that thing by hand it took me all day but you know it is so cute Um, And I had so much fun and it really, I feel like I really stepped into that cool um, Aquarius energy and I'm starting to really enjoy it, which is amazing. So that's kind of my most recent creative project and I just thought that was so cool how it all um, came about, I guess. And... So moving on, I also want to talk about the justice card. We talked about that in my interview with Ugoma today. And I had some other thoughts. I talked about it in the last podcast with Jen, but in case you didn't listen to that or didn't make it till the end, um, I talk about justice being like the conscious observer. Um, just that idea of you being the observer of your mind and not um, associating so closely with the mind, and being able to take a step back and look at things objectively, and then decide what you want your perspective to be as we move into the hanged man, choosing loving awareness. Um, choosing that perspective, choosing a different perspective than we usually react so quickly to, um, and how that completely leads into the death card of dissolving the ego. And I feel like the second line is the yogi line, like, ah, like starting with strength, just bearing your heart, all of those warrior poses, um, humble warrior, and then moving into the hermit, learning to meditate. Um, the, um, the next one is the wheel of fortune, coming back to your center, learning to be present in the moment. Um, moving into justice, like I said, the conscious observer. Um, moving into that loving awareness with the hanged one um just dissolving the ego with the death card and then a higher connection with spirit and temperance like that is yoga that is yoga people yoga is not all about these asana poses that we're getting into it is about bringing yourself into the oneness of the universe that oneness of temperance that blending um Choosing to be present for that relationship and to be a part of that relationship because I think it really takes that conscious effort. Like it doesn't just happen on its own, um, there's a lot of work required. So, those are my thoughts on that. I would love to hear your thoughts. I thought it was kind of a cool idea and I would love to keep talking about it. And another announcement the Tarot for the Wild Soul by Lindsay Mack. Her eight week online course is going to open up on February 12th. Um, I took the class this past year in 2018 and it was one of the best investments that I've made in myself truly. Um, It's a little bit pricey. It's about $400 but it's eight weeks so if you think about it it's like $50 a week. Basically $50 a class. Um, You get a ton of bonus material. You get such a deep understanding with the cards. Also, just being able to communicate with all these fellow wild souls, build that community is so beautiful. Um, I just can't say enough, enough good things about it. Having Lindsay there, holding the space being open to answering questions is just invaluable um i love her approach to tarot she takes a very non-fear-based soul-based approach where everything truly is medicine um the way she talks about creating a relationship with the cards is so beautiful um and then she does a live question and answer every week. That's what she did this past year. I don't know if she'll continue doing that, but those are amazing. I loved every single one of those. It was so fabulous listening to everybody's questions, hearing her answer all the questions, um, seriously changed my life. Um, when I was think- I I hadn't even thought about doing it. I was like, I it was it really came down to a self-worth thing like what do I think I'm worth like I'm not worthy of doing this course um I'm not good enough of a tarot reader or um I'm people in my community would never accept me for doing that but I have to tell you like it's blown my relationships up in the best way um my my relationship and connection to just the divine and spirit I feel like has quadrupled um my I feel like this podcast would not have come out without it like without the support and friendships and um community that I've met through the course like oh my god every every single person in that course is just freaking so cool um And just so interesting. If you are already into this stuff and you want to get a deeper understanding, she goes over every single card, um, how to drop in with spirit. I will be taking the course again, so you'll definitely have me to talk to you about it. And there's also a workbook that comes with it, an amazing, like, all the information is written out. You get it in audio, video. I loved listening to it when I was running or doing something else. Um, and then doing like the workbook and going through it on my own time. And then it was so awesome being able to go to the community and talk about what I learned. Um, so really it helps to integrate. So if you're interested, if you sign up there, um, I will announce the code when the sign up day comes. Um so probably on the next podcast maybe, so then you'll have my code. If you enter my code as like a referral, then I will give you a free either tarot reading from me or if you'd like a tarot letter which is basically a reading that I write down, I pull cards for you, I make art for you, I put it in this super cute package and send it via snail mail. Um, I think that's really nice because especially if you're kind of nervous about tarot and you wanna um, be able to see it, observe it, feel it on your own time, I think that's a great way to do it. It kind of feels more private, I would say. Um, and then also if you're one of those people who like forgets immediately like what happened uh, Like you go to the doctor and you're just like what like you leave the office and you're like I have no idea what they said like I blanked like I think that's another great reason to get a letter Instead of doing a one-on-one reading, but I love doing both of them. So I am at your service people Um, if you want to take advantage of that offer be in the course with me um, I would love to have you. So, you can connect with Lindsay at Wild Soul Healing on Instagram. Um, and all the course information will be on there. And I hope you guys, if you do choose to take it, then I'm sure you'll love it. And I can't wait to connect with you there. Um, okay, so moving on to today's episode. Thank you for listening to all of that. I dropped my crystal. Um, So energy work with Ugoma. oh my gosh, I don't even want to like give any more talking right now. Like let's just get to it because she is the most like articulate person I've ever heard talk about Reiki and energy and she's going to talk about it 1000% better than I'm going to. So if you want to connect with Ugoma, you can find her, um, you can message and reach out to Thrive. Um, at Thrive Yoga on Instagram, and then her email is yugoma at thriveyoga.com. So feel free to reach out to her there if you want to chat more after the episode. Definitely follow Thrive Yoga on Insta um, if you're interested in their Reiki training, which I'm gonna probably take if I don't have a wedding this spring. Um, so that will be in April, and if you're in the Washington, D.C. area, I think it's a great program. So she taught some of the classes in the 200-hour teacher training, and she is just an amazing teacher. Um, so without further ado, here is goma. I will see you on the other side. Bye. Blind Love Radio. So introduce yourself.
1: Hi guys, I'm Ugoma. I am the studio director of Thrive Yoga here in our lovely Rockville, Maryland. So yes. so good to talk to you.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I know you're so into Reiki. Yeah. And I want to hear all about it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all about Reiki or my journey or you're both? Like
0: oh. how you feel about it and how you work with it. I feel like Reiki's
1: definitely a gateway. Um, it opens you up to experience more energetic healings. For those of you who don't know what Reiki is, it's a energetic modality. It's a type of alternative healing. Um, it uses You're using hands-off positions on people to hold space for them to be able to feel better. It was created by a Japanese master named Yusui Mikau and has moved into the Western Hemisphere and you see Reiki kind of exploding all around the world. What's great about modern day Reiki that I love is that it's now in the medical field. So I've seen, I actually trained people at different hospitals, doctors, I've trained doctors, I've trained nurses to be able to use Reiki on their um, clients and they've told us or given us feedback that um, Reiki has helped people really feel relaxed, especially as they're going through transition of surgery or anything like that. Um, Reiki has helped them to feel better in their bodies. I got into it because I was taking kundalini yoga teacher training and one of my friends in training was a Reiki master and I just totally vibed with her and kind of was really open to whatever she had to present to me and she told me she does Reiki. Heard about it one time through my friend maybe a couple of years before but wasn't really into it Um, but I trusted her and so I did a session with her and I felt so much lightness in my body. Um, that I went on to then take training from her and continue to grow from there. Um, I find that Reiki helps you to connect deeper with yourself and really attune to yourself. And I think that the more that you do that, the more that you feel more whole and complete as you walk around in your day-to-day life, for sure. yeah. (laughs) So
0: what what has been your experience with, giving Reiki versus receiving Reiki and like similarities and differences that you see and then also teaching Reiki Yeah,
1: giving Reiki and receiving Reiki is like going into the ocean and you're experiencing different kinds of waves So in giving Reiki, it's like I know myself and I'll understand how i interpret the energy that's moving through me so if i feel warmth or i feel cool or i'll get some sort of intuitive hit or something like that then i understand that because it's running through my current when i'm receiving it it's almost like saying hi to another kind of wave another kind of ocean wave like oh i didn't know that was possible, or I didn't, or, um, oh, this is new information, it's kind of, it's a new, um, it's a new frequency, it's a new pulse when somebody else is in front of me, um, or when I'm receiving it from another person, and it's been cool, because I find people who are, like, brand new to Reiki, but so in tune with energy that there's so much power there, and you feel it, and um, I find people who are... If you feel uncertain, then there's like this uncertainty in the energy that's presented as well, and there's no judgment on either like this is better or this is worse. It's more like oh, we're having this experience and it feels different. Like the texture is a little different. Teaching Reiki has been a trip. It's been cool. We've been doing. I've been. I co-teach it with my best friend, who's also a Reiki master. Um, we've been doing it for about. 10 years and it's and it's so cool seeing that like aha moment of when somebody feels something that they never felt before and their eyes bug out and they're just like whoa I don't know I didn't know what that was but that was pretty amazing um so that I live for that I live for that um that's been pretty that's been pretty wonderful um yeah
0: so it seems like a big keyword is attunement yes So is that the idea that you're holding this frequency that you've attuned to and therefore you're able to bring in other people's energy and attune that energy to the frequency being set almost or that you're wanting to hold and then you kind of like transfer it back to them? That's a great question. You're actually asking a question
1: that would um that's typically like discussed in detail in a Reiki level one training. So in Reiki, there's something specifically called an attunement. In Japanese, it's called Reiju. So a Reiki master is um, giving an attunement to a Reiki practitioner for them to then be able to do Reiki to other people. So with that, a Reiki master typically holds space for a Reiki practitioner to be able, and there's a whole ceremony around it, there's kind of a whole movement around it. But you're um, doing these steps, let's call them, um, in order to open up or raise the frequency of the person in front of you, and in doing the steps to raise the frequency, they then start to pick up on that frequency within themselves. Um, and then they can go and do a do a session on another person so there's definitely a before an attunement and then an after an attunement and then there's the continuous I am because I'm practicing because I'm living in this um, modality just like if you did yoga because you're practicing and you're kind of living the modality of yoga that is the more um, feedback that you get from it. The more that you get familiar with it, and the more that you're able to then like. Give it's it like out your to channel people. becomes wider. Exactly. Lighter, exactly. From
0: like a little creek to exactly. like this ocean that yeah. you're able to hold.
1: Yeah, and then you become more aware of like. I don't know, it's almost like when you're doing artwork, you become more aware of the shades in there. So you could go purple, but then you could go like magenta, and you Mm -hmm. could go like really hot pink. Nuances. Yeah, you get the little nuances of of frequency, and it starts to, like, your whole world opens up, and you start to, like, feel it differently. You walk around, and you feel people differently. And
0: then your awareness is increased also. Absolutely absolutely which is like I feel like a big name of the game yeah
1: awareness of self and then awareness of what's around you and then yeah. awareness of the interplay between and yourself and game. what's your yeah, yeah that that's what the, um, yeah
0: invisible in between yeah in my in my
1: trainings happens. I tell people you're having a conversation without words and energy doesn't lie like energy does not lie you have the conversation and you're going back and forth with people and it's Um, just through this flow and with the frequency, everything should end in joy or everything should end in at least an up vibe. So if you're kind of pissed off, you leave it neutral. If you're at neutral, you can leave it bliss. And so you just kind of move through it with the Reiki energy, with energy in general.
0: That's so cool. I feel like that's such a great way for people to get like unstuck
1: also. Yes.
0: When yeah. you kind of like hit a plateau in yourself, and you kind of need like an expander to come in, yeah. and like show you what's possible.
1: Yeah, I think the thing that gets, and this is like my opinion, not anything. Connected <laughs> to, <laughs> right, just my opinion is living this lifestyle. I think the thing that people get like stuck to is the story. So you have an emotion, and then you attach like the story of why you had that emotion to it and so if you took off the label of the story like so you take off the people who are involved in it and what they always do and kind of like let's say anger was the emotion and you take it off of like the people and the situations in your lifestyle then you sit with just the emotion of anger then you take the label off of the emotion and say that it's no longer anger it's just the sensation in my body so if you get down to the frequency of sensation then you'll understand like the dent- how sensation plays out within you. So maybe what you labeled it as anger is really a combination of feeling density, feeling kind of ugh, feeling hot and um boily, feeling like you wanna like move fast, having triggered thoughts. Or maybe your version of anger could be feeling like fatigued and tired and feeling like there's a knot in your stomach, feeling like you wanna um puke or you want to go hide, whatever it is, so you take off the label of the word, because the word makes you stop, the word makes me, I'm pissed off so then I have to go do something but if it's, these are sensations moving through me, then you have like more of an area to play, and Reiki talks to the body Reiki talks to the people of the frequency of the sensation so it's not about the words anymore and it's not about the story, it's about this is what's showing up right here, right now in your body. What are you going to do about it? Like
0: yeah, it yeah. allows you to, like keep discovering instead of like immediately once you put that like label or identity on it. It's like we just accept that and then there's no more expansion.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's kind of and then it allows you to like keep a pattern in place that maybe isn't serving you. And so it's like mm-hmm. if your pa- if your go-to pattern is you have you're having an emotion and then you trigger an action and you've done this action for i don't know 20 30 years of your existence and you realize i don't really like doing that anymore um, but i'm still doing it because that's all that i know how to do then um, tuning into energy tuning into ray, or tuning into a different kind of frequency um, gives you no longer the triggered action but the thought of choice do i want to do this anymore okay what would it feel like if i didn't react in this way um, what would it feel like if I, instead of moving, I took a couple of minutes, and maybe I did some healing work on myself, maybe I did some Reiki on myself, or maybe I meditated, or maybe I walked out in, the, um, in nature, would I respond in a different way than I am in this moment? And then do I value that way of dealing with things, or this, the way that I've always done it, of doing with things? It gives you more dimensionality as a being, I feel like. It gives you more ways of expression. Yeah, Yeah. I love that.
0: There's so many more ways to grow then. And then you're actually experiencing it, and then maybe it was just something where you're beating yourself over, that's just the way you operate, and maybe it really does serve you. Yeah. So then we're not just, like, throwing things away that really do serve us. It's like we're being objective.
1: And in that case, you're now aware that you're aware of something that's of value to you. As opposed to just being in a moment, it's like you take a step back and now you're watching the movie that you created for yourself And you're like, you know what? I like it when I play the hero and I like it when I play the villain or I like I like um, The way in which this is working or this doesn't work for me. We need a whole new script But at least you're like now conscious of it. You're no longer just like moving to it. And so those pause moments I feel like Reiki's the gateway into those pause moments and that you're now for me in teaching it you're you the students or um reiki practitioners that we graduated they have an aha moment of i'm aware of something that i wasn't aware of before that's within myself and that is pretty profound
0: yeah that's crazy yeah it can yeah it can totally that's so true i'm like (laughs) miracle Yeah, but
1: on Tuesdays. Oh, I love it. Like Taco Tuesday, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're so right. Yeah. It's like opening it's like how do we limit ourselves or expand through our beliefs?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You're only as big or as small as your belief system allows you to be. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. How do you feel like Reiki has affected your relationships?
1: It's made them more honest. (laughs) It's definitely made them more honest. Because now, you know, like when you're walking around and you're meeting people or you're talking to people. And this used to like frustrate the hell out of me um when I when you say hey how's it going and somebody's like oh I'm great and then you feel it and you're like no it's not yeah um I can't have I no longer have those moments where I can say hey how's it going and if I'm not great then I then it's I'm not gonna say I'm great it's gonna be something to the effect of like oh I'm processing something or I'm moving through something today but I'll chat with you later like there's a sense of um And I do that a lot with the people who I'm close to, with my friends, with my family. Um, There's definitely a level of realness there that's not, for me, that's not um, masked by just trying to be up for people. It's like genuine. This is what I'm experiencing in this moment. It's uncomfortable at times, for sure. And there's definitely times where you're like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't have <laughs> said that, or shouldn't have been that candid. But um, I find that um, the people who I feel connected to, I'm deeply connected to, because of um, the read, or like the the awareness that also you can also call read of um, of realness that Reiki has kind of opened up the door for me. So. My energy can't lie. I can pretend if I want to or if it's socially appropriate in a moment, but my energy can't lie. and So I'm like, let's take the, luckily I work at a yoga studio, so (laughs) everybody's like, I
0: feel this today.
1: And you're like, okay, cool, we can run with it.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it keeps the channel open and it keeps you open for support, too. Absolutely, absolutely. Because asking for help can be so hard. I agree. And, like, admitting it, admitting that you need help, which is, like, sounds so silly, though, right? Like, why wouldn't we ask for help, like? I
1: mean, you're supposed to be great at all times. (laughs) (laughs) At least according to Instagram. (laughs) Life is supposed to be, like, some sort of ocean-filled adventure Uh, at all (laughs) times. (laughs) No, did the Washington. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Somehow it's supposed to be amazing. Um, and it can be inside, I think. Um, but yeah, for me I always feel like the baseline your baseline is amazing. What we're doing with any kind of modality, whether it be Reiki or Yoga or hiking, is taking off the stuff that's making you forget yourself you know and so you have to like go through it and be with your dark night at the soul reiki helps you do that in a very um loving way because you don't have any stories attached to it i've had clients who i'm not even touching them and they feel so much pressure on a particular area of their bodies and they'll start to like cry because the emotion was in there at some point and um And it's profound, like, being in that. Like, they don't even know what happened, why it happened, when it happened, but they're letting it go in this
0: moment, and they can kind of leave feeling more free. They left feeling more free. And more of, like, who they really are. Yeah. we don't have that, like, weight on us. Yeah, I think
1: that is the true, like, attunement. The more that you take off Mm -hmm. um, layers of, even, I mean, you can go get your Reiki certification. There's so many different avenues, myself included, of doing so. But when it matters is when you're in your day to day life yeah. and you are in front of the things that typically would trigger you or in front of the things that um, typically could like throw you and you show up as a different person. That's your true like initiation into life. That's your true moment of. Of openness, and so you take the you take the practice. So you can go and live, um, and Reiki is a way of getting you back into aligning with yourself. You had a what you would describe as a rough day. You do a little bit of energy work on yourself. You bring yourself back to whole, and then maybe you notice the next time, like when was the moment that I lost myself? And maybe in that moment, you come back to yourself through the practice of Reiki or whatever you want to do. But really, it's like, returning to yourself.
0: And I feel like that practice of, like, creating a ritual to come back is, like, so helpful. Absolutely. I meditate every morning. Yeah, like, whatever ritual you have that, like, helps you be anchored Mm -hmm. to just, like, then you can come back, like, quicker and quicker.
1: Absolutely. And then it's not... I find that it's, like, taking the ritual and moving it into your life. So... If it's that you do yoga, you're using the yogic techniques in your day-to-day life to like take a present moment. If you do Reiki, you're doing the energetic frequency technique to uplift your vibrations in your day-to-day moment. and That kind of brings you more integration. I think if you're just doing it within the first like 15 to 20 minutes that you're working on a person or you're working on yourself, and then you go out and you like, it's like that person didn't exist anymore, then that's, you're just, that's not really doing the work um doing the work is like living in it and it's no longer a thought like you don't think about having brown hair you just woke up like that you just woke up like energy you know you just woke up like like higher vibration and so i think if it becomes your um if you choose to go down the journey of making it your your lifestyle then that's a whole Another avenue. Not to say that those who don't want to make it their lifestyle don't approach it. Go approach it. Maybe it's like a path on your journey. Um, and then something else will pop up that'll be your thing. Um, but consider whatever practice that you do a part of your lifestyle. And the more that it's a part of your lifestyle, the more gifts that it'll give you. I find, at least, yeah.
0: I love that. I so I pulled the tarot card before we started. Before I left my house, like what should we talk about? Nice. <laughs> and I got the Justice card, which is ruled by mm. Libra, and it's like the balance of the scales, and she has her sword. Also, there's so there's like an element of truth. Yeah. And coming back to an intention. Yeah. And also an element of like letting all of the stories go and accepting how things actually are in the moment so then you're able to like actually change them yeah because we can never actually change anything if we're always like oh like i this shouldn't be this way yeah because it's like then you're not really honoring what you're feeling yeah you can't work through it yeah you're not accepting your moment yes and And it's already there it's like it's like you're
1: not accepting the thing that's already in front of you you're saying no, it doesn't exist, but it's in your face. It does exist in this And
0: way. it's like an invitation to almost transmute it into like something if that you, you don't want. even know. Yeah, it's, it's like, like it's like it's it'll better be than you think before. it could be. Yeah. Yes. It's always better than yeah. anything you can create logically, I think. Absolutely. When you're like doing that little dance with the universe of like you know, they give you something and then you can say, like, yes or no. Yeah. Or, like, let me bring this to option C. Yeah. I don't know. I've been
1: playing, I love that. I love, thank you for sharing that card with me because I've been playing with, like, the things that I feel are incorrect or wrong. I'm like, what if it was completely true? Could mm-hmm. you accept mm-hmm. that everything that you don't want to hear is completely true? who would you be if you surrendered to that fully
0: and then it's like you're able to like hear what spirit is trying to tell you through it I feel like I'm so glad we're having this conversation (laughs) because I never really understood that card completely Mm. but I feel like the idea of a stripping down of what we don't need in order to like balance ourselves to have like a rebalancing
1: yeah and I think that the more that you strip it down to like um, energetics, the more of a fun house that your world becomes because you recognize that um, you can impact your moment by your frequency. So if you were coming in and, and if you don't believe it, try it, see, like it doesn't hurt you to try it. Yeah. See, what, see what it does for you. But um, I found in my own uh, practicing that the, if I set an intention for what I want to experience in the day, yesterday I set the intention that I wanted to feel loved, um, everything around me, I started to notice how everything around me was showing me love. The day before I didn't set any kind of intention and I was noticing how I was moving through it feeling tense or isolated at times. And the shifting of just the taking the time to um, set that intention, moving my energetic frequency to it and feeling it before I had an experience with it. So I generated the emotions of it before I had an experience of it, then drew the experience to me because I was already in the frequency of being loved. And so I find that the more that you're honest with where you're at, one, like call the elephant in the room, this is what I'm Yeah, thinking. and yeah. if you
0: feel like shit, it's like, that's fine. Then just, like, honor that yeah. and, and work through it. And okay. then maybe in an hour, like, reset another intention or look at where you are. Yeah.
1: That's the, that's the biggest dark night of the soul. Because I feel like the taking that example, you feel like shit. What you do is you cover it up with, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah. No, not, no, no, I'm good. You're, like, smiling and your <laughs> and then eyes then are then you're like, like oh, what? What? You're like, no, not. So yeah, yeah. It's just like no and then and then, and then you like cover it up with some more stuff and then you're like uh, oh my shoulder hurts but I'm good And then it's like oh you know what I need shoulder surgery but I'm good I'm But but it's like you didn't hit the this was underneath it like the, the shit that you were feeling was underneath it and it's like can oh, you it'll feel bubble that? up It'll bubble <laughs> yeah it's bubbling up it'll bubble up in your relationships, it'll bubble up in whatever and we're like let's strip it down let's feel it and um let's move to a new space but you like you have to be real with feeling it like don't half-ass it like really like really go in there feel it and then decide what you want to do from there and that's where i love that roomy quote like um pain is where the light comes in or where it hurts is where the light comes in we'll look that up but that's where um I truly believe that. Like, you go into those um, spaces, those pockets of energy that um, that are the most tender or have the most magic, like, if yes. you touch it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it's just being brave and courageous enough to, like, keep
0: touching it and keep going. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like everything wants this idea, I don't know, this is just an idea I've been thinking about, with, like, the idea of, like transforming darkness into light mm-hmm. and we have both of those dualities in us mm-hmm. right? And neither one's like good nor bad. Mm-hmm. But I feel like See, I that's get... a variable statement for you to say that neither one is good or bad because that is not
1: what a lot of people think. <laughs> I don't know. I'm yeah, like... <laughs> I mean to say that darkness isn't bad is like that's a pretty, that's a pretty aware like viewpoint. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I, try, I try my yoga. You know? <laughs> it really works. Yeah, cause, yeah, there's definitely an association of like you want to get away from the feelings that like. And
0: that's where I kind of struggle with like, and it, it's okay that we have both of these things. Neither one is good nor bad, but I still want to transform darkness into light. I see, so I think you can look
1: at um, darkness and light in two frames. I think what's common is that you look at like a dichotomy, like there's one, there's darkness here, and then there's light here. I flip it, and then I'm like, there's levels of frequency. So you go from dense to lighter and lighter frequencies. So maybe on the bottom scale of the frequency would be something like anger, but on the top scale, of the frequency is like three levels above bliss. And so if you're moving through it that way, then you just know... You're you're, always
0: on the scale. You're
1: always on the scale. Your scale
0: is great, no matter where you are.
1: Exactly. And you're just moving through levels of you're choosing like what kind of experience that you want to have. And so then it doesn't become It
0: feels less like permanent than because when I think about like transforming darkness into light, it's like okay, I worked through that thing and now it's always gonna be light.
1: (laughs) But like
0: thinking about it now and thinking about how I've been learning with like, like I've been taking this awesome tarot teacher's trauma in the tarot course, Lindsay Mack, shout out to you, <laughs> and she talks about trauma being like a cyclical spiralic thing so you're working through it and then it comes up again and you work through it again and you feel good but then it's gonna come up again, like it's that scale of like not like Forcing things to be in like two categories yeah. too. Yeah. We're like, oh, I've already worked through that. Yeah. Because. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think when you say something like I've already worked through that, it's like limiting the potential of infinite. Even if it, even if the thing that you, even if you want to, because it was something that you would have called like heavy or um, dense. One of my teachers used to say you can't hit a ball, you can't throw a ball to the wall the same way twice. Like If you throw it one way, it comes back to you, you hit it again, you get another kind of experience of like what that throw is. Uh. So if you had a, tra- a traumatic experience, you move through some stuff with it, another layer <laughs> came yeah. under it. It's not that what you move through and I feel like people get stuck there. Yes, they're like, oh, it's I so thought it was simple. over they're like why is this You're
0: coming like, up again? Oh my I god, thought I, thought I thought it was
1: over. I was yeah. done with this. I got through it and it came back. Did it come back the same way though? Is right. there like are you in a new space with
0: it? And you need it differently each Absolutely. time which is really cool. And
1: there could come a time where it could come right in your face and who you are is so different from what it is that you don't even feel it in the same way. Like maybe it'll start to trigger love in you instead of like hurt because you've just moved through so much with it. And then maybe it just doesn't show up for you anymore. Or if it does, you have a new relationship with it. I think the biggest thing um, for anything that's, that you would consider dense is really whatever it is, making your peace with it so that you do not suffer independent of the thing in front of you. Like, you don't want to hold the suffering. Because that was a moment that's now extended into your life. And um, if it's causing you pain, if you wake up every day and you're in pain and the pain is um, started to affect your DNA in such a way that you're constantly in a state of suffering emotionally, then it becomes physical. Then, it, then it's like you're punishing yourself for something that happened either to you by you or for you and do you want to keep that anymore if you don't then today's a new day like this moment's a new moment walk with it in a different way you have the option of moving with it in a different way and if you can't see that then talk to somebody who can hold that space for you until you can see that within yourself Mm. have some markers in there. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. also
0: pulled the Seven of Swords this morning. <laughs> I'm digging your deck full. Yes, <laughs> which was all about, it's like asking for help to be able to see above the trees. Absolutely. Like when you're just like so consumed with your problems yeah. and they're so close, it's yeah. like you can't get that perspective. And listen,
1: there are, some, there are things that happen in this world that are just so... Hard and horrifying and terrible to people so I get it if anybody's in a space where they feel like I can't tell the woods from the sunlight like I can't tell salvation from damnation right now because I'm just in it I get it Um, I get it from a mental perspective there's no way that I can say that I've experienced everything to be able to like feel that deeply into it but if you can find someone or something that can hold space for you to elevate
0: like a little bit every time you meet too it doesn't need to be like i feel like people have really quick or they hope they have these expectations of things moving really quickly or like moving through emotions really quickly yeah like really like allowing that time for it to evolve
1: yeah i think emotions can move quickly if you're authentic with them because if you think about like I my emotional spectrum of like how quick emotion moves are babies because babies can throw a tantrum and be uh, done with it in like two minutes we all were that at one point we all had that and at one point what got um what I feel got covered up with it is like Now, as you get older, you try to fit into whatever your societal norms are, and you try to be good for whatever, because you want to be loved. And part of being loved is following some sort of set of rules Mm -hmm. that, or traditionally part of being loved or part of being cared for by society is following some set of rules, like we all do like this. Mm -hmm. And so if you're stepping outside of that and you don't do like this, then you get kind of shunned by the society. And so now it's a reintegration of I'm going to be a full human being to my fullest capacity and I'm going to fully feel my emotions as deeply as I can and I'm going to get something from them. They're going to gift me with
0: something. Ooh, I love that idea. I've always thought of them as like nasty bitches (laughs) (laughs) that like drown me every day.
1: They will become your benefactors now. <laughs> They'll go from bitches to benefactors. <laughs> They'll bestow upon like, you something like amazing. i my
0: vibration. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. man especially just like i have like a lot of scorpio in my chart like very like deep Deep waters that are like very dark yeah i think just like looking at it as a get a gift instead of um this burden yeah
1: and then so scorpio let's take that energetic frequency so you have that depth And you have this, um, traditionally, you have this depth, you have this darkness, you have this, like, passion that's, like, within that Scorpio energy. And then there's this visual of the snake. And what do snakes do when they're about to attack? They start to rise. And so there's this energy of, like, you you can go for the full, like, gritty, like, darkness, and you can take it and lift it up and transmute it into something else that's explosive because you went that deep. Like, you have the capacity to go deeper than typical because your nature kind of gives you that realm of being in that murkiness that allows you to, like, elevate it to this higher So frequency. I guess are
0: you keeping... Is it the same, like, energy? You're just, like, taking it to a different frequency? Yeah. So that's like the idea of not, like, demonizing it. It's just changing it. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So nothing's yeah
1: and if if you get if you get to that state then life becomes a game and then if you get to the yeah life becomes a game and then you start to play in a different way and you're like oh i just this person was rude to me was that was that because um i deserve that or did i create that or did i attract that you can get lost in those questions but as you get lost in those questions, you pull it back and you're like, this is the experience that's in front of me. How do I want to dance with it in a new way? And so you start dancing with it in a new way. And if your old way was like, oh, I feel um, rejected or I'm going like, to get them back and I'm going to say something back. And you feel that like desire come up, but you're like, you know what, I'm going to hang out and um, I'm going to feel it as opposed to express it. And you feel the depths of that and then you ask, where does it where did it land in my body? Maybe it was in my solar plexus. And you know what? That feels like the same rev up that I get when my boss is like, Hey, you have to like do this project in three minutes or I need it tomorrow and I didn't even start it, didn't even know about the project. That's the same rev up that I get when I'm in like rockful pipe traffic and this person is in front of me and they won't move and it's a green light and I have to get to somewhere else. Um, and you recognize the sensation of it. And then you make a different choice with it, like maybe I'm just gonna breathe into it and I'm gonna send it some love there because that's really what I need to receive right now to nurture myself, that's the that's the help that I need. And then maybe the person in front of you either doesn't matter anymore or they change their dynamic or they move away from you because you're not in a frequency that matches that attraction anymore. So in the moment, you just like went up to elevator levels just by being aware. And then in the next moment you start from that as your baseline.
0: So I love the thought of feeling an emotion versus expressing it. Can you talk about that more? I just like I don't know. I've never thought about that. Like I've always thought I like have to express my emotions or else I feel like they get like clogged in me
1: well that's that's interesting because that might be that that is your way of feeling your emotions just through verbal expression um They're but not you're,
0: even necessarily verbal but just, oh, like, just express it just exp- so. i like have to do art or i have oh, to I do yoga it. or like i have to express it or else it feels like my whole like frequency just gets like clogged i don't know I think that's perfect. Um, But I love the idea of like feeling it almost as an expression, or instead of an expression. Like you don't always need to express it if you're consciously aware of it, perhaps. Yeah,
1: you can. So there, I find that um, what you're talking about though is that you found a way of energetically moving your emotions through expression that was conducive to creativity. So part of your creativity is based upon your emotional movement.
0: Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. So
1: right? <laughs> Yeah, like so, so centered. If you, um, I'm talking about like not when you get to, not when you can create that environment, but when you're like walking around on your day to day, like it's not often that you get to like just quickly do something in order to like get out of it. But if in, in the moment of experiencing it, you can at least acknowledge that it's there and take any labels off of it, then you get to move it in the moment, in real time, a little bit deeper. So your environment starts to move It's like
0: a creativity with life. Oh, yes, gosh. you're
1: painting with life.
0: Yes, yes, I love that,
1: oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're painting with life. And so you're taking with the tools that you already have on your yoga mat or um, through your artwork, and you're applying it to your, or through Reiki, and you're applying it to your day-to-day movements of, I am here right now. I'm having a sensation, I'm having a sensation. That's like life-changing, because you take it off of I'm angry. No, I'm having a sensation. It's a deep sensation. Um, I'm choosing, if at, at the very least, I'm choosing to let it go. If you can get there, you're good. At least making the choice is resetting your frequency so that you can then do something else with it, you know? Do you think that
0: like we pick up other people's energy or is it like always our own energy that just needs to be like almost like rebalanced or is it we're picking up other people's energy and we need to like actively let it go?
1: I think that it could be a little bit of both. Um, I feel like we are response and not beyond picking up other people's energy or our own energy impacting things we are responsible for our own frequency. So it doesn't matter if you gave it to me or if I created it, in the moment of feeling something that feels triggered, then I own it, it's on me. Like, what am I gonna do with it? That's on me. Um, I could think, oh, they came in with like low in frequency and I was high and then they interplayed with me and then my energy dropped down. And We all have those stories. What are you gonna do about it? <laughs> is my question next because that's like more important than how it came to be is like what is now? What is your present and what is your future? Do you wanna live in the past? The past could be three minutes ago when you had that moment with that person or that situation that was uncomfortable for you.
0: Um Do you put up like any sort of boundaries before you like practice Reiki or like what does your Yeah, that's what Practice look like for like creating a safe container for you. I create sacred
1: life. space and I call into the space um, anything that feels of higher um, vibration to me. And I, it's almost like when you're going to a grove. If you went to Whole Foods and there was like the chip aisle or the like veggie aisle. I'll be like, okay, I'm checking into the veggie hall because I know that's better for my body. I could get the chips, but I'm going to go veggie today. <laughs> we're just going to grab all the veggies and we'll go and we'll do something like that. That's what I do in my Reiki sessions. I'm like, you know, there's infinite possibilities. I'm going to call into this space anything that I feel is, like, uplifting. And that might be, like, a little meditation or that might be using some of the, their symbols in Reiki. I might use a couple of the symbols or... Um, sounds, which are mantras, um, I might use some of the mantras in Reiki, but I'm calling into the space everything that um, will bring light, so instead of, if I'm looking at it not as a, like, darkness, bad, light, good, but as a frequency, then I'm calling frequencies up here, so this doesn't even touch me, Um so up here. So, at the
0: same time of, like, not demonizing the denseness but wanting to work towards i guess lightness is that the the whole purpose i guess is to ease someone's suffering because it's okay that they're both there but it's just like the pain attached to it or are we trying to like gain consciousness when you're doing a reiki stuff when you're doing reiki whenever you're doing like spiritual work I guess like what's really because if we're okay with like all of it being there and then like why are we even doing this that's a great question
1: what kind of experience do you want to have that's the second that's the follow-up question to it because mm-hmm. if you if you um usually the thing that a reason why a person would call something dark is because they don't like it in some
0: Right, because they're you know not the enjoying the suffering Exactly. Because so if there wasn't any suffering, which is what we're trying to do with those like dense emotions, is really like the story, right? Yeah, like, if there I wasn't think. any suffering, you would already be in the light. Right. Yeah,
1: so you wouldn't even, <laughs> yeah. And then there's just higher dimensions of light. I feel you. like
0: I don't even want to call it like light and dark, or yeah. like light and dense anymore. I almost just want to think of it as like two different colors. Yep. Yeah. To make it like completely, because that like, because I feel like it's the light and dark has so many like stories from society attached to it. Exactly. So when you take off
1: the story, you're no longer the, you're no longer in the frequency of the person who had the story to begin with. You're no longer the same. If you're existing, if you had a story of there's density and then I'm moving to lightness, and then you took that off, and you were like, "There's um, levels of frequency, and I'm just dancing in the frequency." You're no longer the person who saw it as like left and right or heavy and light. You're now a different kind of being. So you're playing in a different you're playing in a different sandbox. Mm-hmm. Now it's all creation. And what do you want to create today?
0: Ooh. Yeah. And I feel like that's why some people that are, like, you hear, like, Krishna Das be like, I like being grumpy sometimes. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And I sometimes you happy. have to. I, I was reading, like, Yoga Vashishta, <laughs> It's great. It's um, Sometimes you have to be, like, a hard ass. And the reason why is because the person needed that or the experience mm-hmm. called for that. And your nature, you might be laughing the whole time, but your expression is, like, maybe tough, but maybe in that environment, in that situation, that was the kind of personality that needed to be present in order for a situation to go in a particular way. No. Who knows? And so you start, um, I don't know, life
0: becomes a lot more of a jungle gym
1: as you, as you Well, plan. we were
0: talking about, like, once we release the story, we kind of like release that person's energy that was attached with them do you feel like i've heard like the saying like energetic cords with people mm, have you heard yeah. that do yeah you feel like that's, that's kind of, of a similar thing? yeah
1: to answer your original question what we do when we're doing reiki is we're holding space for another person to elevate themselves to elevate themselves to a um to another frequency other than what they're currently experiencing, if they don't enjoy what they're currently experiencing. Um, energetic cords I feel, develop from memory, and memories aren't, scientifically, memories aren't accurate, like you can do the research on it, but memories aren't accurate, they're kind of laced with emotions. And so you start to interpret a situation based on how it made you feel, which might not be the actual truth of the situation. And so let's say it's like you had this horrible breakup with like your partner that you truly loved, and um, you keep thinking about it. And maybe he reaches out to you every couple of months or so, and there's this energetic cord of attachment that you have because you're like, oh, he was the one that got away, and. Um, I remember when we used to go out and it was like so amazing. And so there's this, um, there's this history that takes the form of this connection. And um, if you're aware of that, then you then get the opportunity to shift that dynamic. Like, is it inquiry starts to happen? Is that true? Um, If it is true, do I still want to hold on to the story of it? Like, is it, is it making me happy? Is it making me feel like I am connected deeper to myself? Is it a value to my soul? If it is, then I explore it. If it isn't, then I choose to let it go. I think people get snagged up with the letting go process because it feels like death sometimes. You've been doing it one way for your entire existence. You always held on to the guy who, like, went away somehow and now you're like no I'm gonna like go and tune into myself walking away from anything like is you're gonna feel like oh my god
0: well you know it's funny because this reminds me of like the justice card again just Mm -hmm. that idea of like stripping it down releasing like those um, those emotional stories and then really being able to look at something objectively and then cut out the shit that's not working for us Mm -hmm. um And then there's also, like, this subtler nuance with it. Also, it has, like, this tie to ancestry also. Mm -hmm. So when we're able to, like, clear out those things that we're consciously aware of, then we can even do it subconsciously. Mm -hmm. And I feel like yoga has brought that up so much for me where I'm so much... Because I feel like those patterns, like, if they're never dealt with, they just, like, transfer... Through generations, and you like pick them up
1: absolutely. And you'll see like three generations of women in a family or
0: men in a family,
1: and repeated pat along with, um, I think it's even proven scientifically that you'll have like genetic markers for things like that. Like, alcoholism can run in a family, obesity can run in a family, diabetes can run in a family. So, if something like that can run in a family. Why wouldn't anger be able to? (laughs) Or a particular kind of sadness, you know, some sort of sadness, or like a particular pattern of dealing with
0: romantic relationships. So, Mm -hmm. and um, then when we can deal with that, it's like this, it it really is like death. It's like that card is in the death line. Because you're saying
1: goodbye to Mm -hmm. something that is familiar with you. But then you.
0: you can be like completely reborn into whatever you want from that point. Absolutely. I mean,
1: theoretically, right? <laughs> yes. That's that's moving into the unknown.
0: Yes. That is
1: scary for a lot of people yes. because you can't see it when you're in it. Like, if you're underneath the ocean, you can't see the sunlight. Like, you can't see it when you're in it. Um, but if you keep going, that's where your inner, like, your will has to come up. Like, your desire for change. People like Gandhi, Martin Luther King, like their desire for change was so much bigger than their environment. You have to like want it and go for it. Yeah, and the more that you go for it, the more that um, it shows up for you. Yeah. Yeah, independent of everything.
0: Yeah. What's your favorite element? Or, like, what element? What's your signs? I'm an Aries. I'm a fire Ooh, sign. I'm like a double Aries. Whoa. I
1: feel like I'm an Aries inside. <laughs> I feel like it depends on, yeah, there's a lot of intensity in there inside, but I feel like I present very calm. Yeah, I would have of,
0: never guessed you were an Aries. Yeah, yeah.
1: Totally, totally fiery inside. Yeah, it just comes off in my creation systems and, like, intensity in that way.
0: Yeah, you've yeah. really been able to like transform this whole studio. Thank you. I didn't do it
1: alone. <laughs> I know. It was a lot of work.
0: Are, <laughs> I feel like you were like that driving <laughs> force, though. I mean- but it's, like, yeah. I feel like Aries has that leadership skill also where you can, like, think of these, all of these great ideas that are super ambitious that, like, might intimidate other people. Well, that's because
1: I feel like Aries is in the first sign, so we're kind of, like, enthusiastic. We're like, yeah, we can do it. And then we're in the middle of it and it's like, holy crap, it's didn't know it was going
0: to be like that. But, but it's, like, like, that like, yeah. lesson of, like, being a little naive when yes. you feel like you can, like, yeah. let all of your projects yeah. stay. On. Yeah, I'm oh, like, of course,
1: so cool. yeah. You want to Sure, that can happen. And then you just figure it out as you go as you go through it, for sure. So yeah. Definitely, Susan's also an Aries. It's definitely oh, an Aries Oh, both show. of Yeah, yeah so is Morgan. Oh <laughs> my like, god. Pretty, yeah, It's yeah. a lot of like, yeah, we can do
0: this, of course. Oh, yeah. um, you know what's really interesting is that the opposite sign is Libra, which oh, was the shocking Which was the justice. The justice. Yeah. So it was like... That idea, the bringing it into balance, uh-huh, yeah, with yeah. like relationships, but with the self. And you guys have been like such great role models of how to change, how to create this change within yourself for yeah. the collective. Yeah, I love. So cool.
1: I mean, Susan the space like really lives integration really, really, truly lives integration, and it goes beyond, um, I mean, we're lucky in that we have a, our jobs are yoga, <laughs> and so um, we're lucky, and then we, it, it brings a more weightedness to what you do, because you can't stand up in front of people and teach them or talk to them without living it like this is now now I'm not no longer responsible or accountable to myself I'm accountable to a community and if I'm standing in front of the community and I'm sharing my gifts with the community, I better damn well be practicing what I'm preaching to them. Otherwise, like, what am I doing? It's not worth it. Especially wow, you're if,
0: so naturally
1: living your design. <laughs> I, well, well, I mean, I think I, I, I don't know if I created it. Just uh, man, when I was in, I, I, took, I moved to California for a couple of years. When I was there, I took a Kundalini yoga class, and they had us doing um, a Kundalini Kriya, which is. A set of exercises or a set of yoga postures that will move you in a particular kind of energetic frequency. I was in the middle of one of them and I was thinking, I could do this for the rest of my life. Like, I could do this yoga. You could pay me nothing and I would still be like into this jam of like yoga and spirituality because what it's gifted me is that it's gifted me a way of growth that um, nothing else has. Like, it's made me recognize more and more of myself moment by moment and I can never be grateful enough for that like this is yeah yeah there's no
0: other gift I feel like besides or the such a big gift is just knowing yourself yes yeah because it gets like every time we like think we have it it's like there's another layer
1: there's another layer I think knowing yourself beyond your identity too Mm -hmm. beyond what you think you are and um, tuning into that like, like cosmic, the
0: subtler thing, yes. the things that can't be seen, like not our yeah, job or relationships.
1: Subtle from the three D perspective of like I'm walking on Earth and I have this job and this partner and this stuff, but like so vast <laughs> from the perspective of like tuning in because you recognize that it's what you're tuning into that's creating like your environment, and so the more mm-hmm. that you check in with yourself, the more that you're at least aware of your environment. And even if it's that your environment needs to change, or um, your situation needs to change, you're
0: now like, you
1: see it. And then seeing it, you get to make a choice.
0: It's so interesting, because one of these first interviews that I did, I was talking to my friend Jubilee, and we were talking about the idea of being in conversation with creativity. Mm -hmm. So like, in specifically I feel like to art I was thinking of it where like I can never really force myself to paint if it's like, if it comes up like that or if not, if it's like I want to do yoga or dance or write a poem but really it's like now I'm learning it's just everything like just creativity for a life yeah. like creating life
1: yeah, fall in love with life dude like yeah, yeah. and like yeah. just
0: having that and having it be a conversation makes it so everything's not permanent. Mm. Also, it's like you can get mad at somebody in a conversation and have all these feelings, but then, you know, just mm. like a toddler, then you're happy yeah. in a little yeah. bit. It doesn't, like the conversation never needs to end. Yeah, you're allowing for flow. Yes, yeah. flow. Or else you like cut yourself off from it. From experience. Yes. Yes. I've been
1: seeing that so much lately where, like, there are whole worlds that I haven't seen before because of a label. Like, you stop at the word, and I'm like, there's a whole universe within every person who you will ever meet in every moment for the rest of your life. They have a whole world that they can introduce you to, even if you've known them forever, like your parents or your siblings. There's a whole world that they can introduce you to if you're like open to it like if you don't call it oh they always do like this or it's always you stop it it's always like this there's so much more out there there's Mm -hmm. so yeah and the more that you um allow for that the more that you see and maybe you don't want to visit some of those worlds and that's cool but there's a recognition of like there's more Mm -hmm. who doesn't want more (laughs) I just want to like experience more More love Yeah Yeah. more love, more joy, more bliss Like yeah And even if you're already like in it And you love what you're doing There's like so much more to love There's So yeah it's infinitely
0: expansive The moment Mm -hmm. you touch it I love that Yeah. Oh my god that went by so quick No way, whoa I know, you're so easy to talk to (laughs) Thank you so everybody come check out Ugoma at Thrive for her Reiki sessions are you doing that right now yeah we
1: have one um, coming up I believe the weekend of April 6th and 7th these are the,
0: trainings these right? are trainings Reiki trainings. level 1 and
1: 2 training if you want to I'll
0: be doing it yeah
1: I think your mom's doing
0: it too right? me and my yeah. mom are doing
1: love it love it <laughs> um, um, we have about I think 12 to 16 spots available I'll be co-leading it with Ashley greenfield who's my best friend and also a local massage therapist and reiki master in the dc maryland area um, we would love to see any of you if you're interested in learning more or experiencing more yeah
0: and do you do private sessions too? i do do private
1: sessions here at the studio um you can just contact info at thriveyoga.com if you want to set up something
0: yay yeah. <laughs> Everybody, get one. I need to get one. I still haven't gotten a session. Let's do it. Let's make this happen. Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. That was amazing. That was beautiful. (laughs) Okay, thanks, everybody. Have a good one. Thank you guys so much again for listening. I hope you loved that episode. I know you did. Um, so again, if you want to connect with Yugoma at Thrive Yoga on Insta, or you can email her Yugoma at ThriveYoga.com. Um, if you want to connect with me on Instagram, I am at Blind love tarot. You can reach out to me there. If you'd like a reading or a letter reading, I'm doing those for $40. If you want your human design read, $40. An astrology, same thing. Um, yeah, I am at your service. You can connect with me on Insta. Just message me or you can email me at blindlovetaro at gmail.com. So I think that's all I got for you. I hope you're having a fabulous Aquarius new moon, relax, treat yourself well, um, you know, just take, take it easy, go within, see what's in there, um, see what the new moon is telling you, how can you connect with your community, which is all about Aquarius too, how can you be more playful? Um, I want to hear, let me know, let me know what you're doing today. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give it some five stars on whatever app you listen to. Um, subscribe if you like it so you can get the next episode. And that's it. See ya. Love ya. Bye.